are recording. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Glow Show. Is my okay? I the camera is a little bit different than before, but I think that's okay. I'm fine with this. Okay. Well, just because I can't see the viewfinder, so you're gonna have to tell me when oh, the time is up. Don't worry. Where I, the camera is positioned. Always look at the viewfinder. You do. You do do that. Yeah. So hi. Welcome to the Glow Show. How's everybody? Pie day edition. Because when you're watching this, it will be pie day. Yeah, for math people. Yeah. Four two. What is pi? I, oh, I remembered a few numbers when I was in elementary school. We had to learn some of the numbers. but 3.14 is good enough. 3.14168. is the 14th of the third month of the year, which makes it pi day. Oh, I didn't realize that that... I got the hiccup, sorry. I didn't realize that that was um, why. Yeah. Wow. Why did you think... You think they just picked an arbitrary day to celebrate so a number? So is today's... Yeah, I mean, but that's what we do for all holidays. We pick arbitrary days and celebrate <laughs> something. What, um, when is St. Patrick's Day? Is that today? The day no, we're I, filming I it? I believe it is Wednesday the 17th. Is St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Because my sister recently moved to Chicago, and she sent me a picture this morning of a green, the yeah, river. Yeah, the river green. Which I guess they do every year, but she thought it was really cool. She got to actually, like, see it this time. So yeah. I thought that was kind of neat, but hi. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so happy St. Patrick's Day week. Happy Pi Day, and happy we're getting vaccinated, vaccinated. today. Woo. <laughs> we're getting vaccinated today, the day we're filming this. So tomorrow we will be vaccinated. Yeah. Which I think next week we're going to talk about, like, the side effects and stuff from that. And I'm hoping we'll, there won't be any. I'm drinking a giant glass of water right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm drinking. With Mio in it. But. I have some matcha. I'm hoping, um, we're hoping we won't have too many side effects, but I also think it's important as like somewhat public figures to share the side effects and stuff just because I think there's a lot of fear and I don't think there's reason to be fearful because even well, if you have mild side effects I'll tell you I'm nervous what I am nervous oh yeah I am too I just I think the thing about anxiety health anxiety especially is like I know 100% I've seen the numbers I know it's going to be fine yes. like I know that's going to be fine yes but I'm still nervous about it. Anxiety doesn't have a lot of rationale to it. Yeah. So it's definitely, I'm anxious too. Like I was saying last night, I was like, just like freaking out a little bit. And I was like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, like we're the, we're the point zero 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 one percent that like yeah, we'll fucking fine. dies. And that's just not the case. Like science yep. doesn't support that. We, we be believe fine. in science. They're going to keep us there for 15 minutes after they do it to make sure You'll no probably side stay effects. 30 minutes because you have, because of your, um, comorbidity the reason you're getting it usually if you have more severe reasons they keep you oh, for longer okay i probably won't have to stay more than 15 minutes for my reason though are you so. gonna abandon me no i'll stay well <laughs> if, they, if they let me stay with you i don't know if they'll let me stay with you no but. it's um yeah it's very it's very uh i don't know it's a surreal feeling because we're getting it a year to the day that quarantine started for us here because this, the 14th of the last, 13th of last year was the day that, um, I will never forget the 13th of last year ever, March 13th ever, yeah. my whole life. I'll never forget that, that I believe it was a Friday last year. It was Saturday. Oh no, it was a Friday. It was a Friday right. because I, I took March 13th off from yes. work because, uh, so I guess it's a, 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 a year and a day after because no, it's to the day. Well, but, but schools weren't closed on the 13th last year. They closed on the 14th. 
for some reason, I feel like you're not right because it was the third. Well, whatever. Yeah. Either way, it's. But the thirteenth was a Friday, and I was like, man, because I remember I was thinking to myself, Friday the thirteenth. There's COVID coming. Yes. Like I'm just gonna take the day off. Yeah. And I took a sick day. Yeah. And then I didn't have to go back. So I'll never forget it was around this time last year. I guess it was like that weekend. I went to go I had to go drive about an hour to go pick up my wedding ring because they had to get it resized. And I went to go pick it up with my mom and my sister. And I remember we were like there was a Marshalls near it and we were like, Should we go to Marshalls? And we were all kind of like stressed because COVID like we knew about it, but we didn't like know, you know. And so we were like, should we go? And we were like, yeah, I guess we'll stop in Marshalls real quick. But we all just felt weird being in there because everybody everybody was stressed. Like nobody knew to wear masks yet. Nobody knew what the deal was. Like we were all sanitizing, but that was like all My we did. My beard is itchy, sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> and um, then I remember driving home and Charles texting me being like, the school's just closed. Like, I don't yeah. have to go to school for two weeks because at the time we thought it was two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I didn't see my mom or my sister again for, <laughs> I think, like five months. Like, I didn't see yeah. them for five months. And I, it was just like, that was our my last, and we didn't really go in the world after that for about, I think four or five months was our first leg yeah. of quarantine. It's definitely a surreal feeling because this last year, at, at the same time, feels so much shorter than a year, but it also seems so much longer than a year. It feels like a lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so much shit happened I totally this year. Agree. Like So much. The fact that state, part one of quarantine was, like, a year ago, like, blows my mind. Because it feels like it was, like, five years ago. But at the same time, it also went, like, so quick. It did. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Even I was thinking about it, because we're getting vaccinated today, and then we'll have four weeks before we can get the second shot, and then we'll have two weeks before we are, like, vaccinated and we can start sort of mm-hmm. not we're not gonna we're not like gonna start going to bars or like parties no. or but no. we, we've definitely decided that we're gonna at least be a, a, as long as the cdc says it's okay and pr- hopefully new strains don't start continuing um we're hoping that we'll be <laughs> the unpronounced we're hoping that we'll be able to start living at least a little bit more of a normal life you know like the start of a new normal yeah, like i can go me. see i can go see my mom again because she'll be vaccinated fully right. so. i'm paranoid so i'm not gonna be no we're not gonna do too much more than we already doing now yeah but at least seeing our families i think is the thing that makes us happy is the idea that we get to yes. go see our families yes because i haven't seen my grandparent my no. grandpa in like a year no yeah uh, really we saw him a little bit in the summer our quarantine was weird because it kind of went in phases i think it was different for everybody wherever you lived but like the first like five months we were strict like is that my phone are we both on professional amateur today? hour um no so we were both we were both like for a first i would say five months we were like super super strict we weren't mm-hmm. even ordering food for takeout we like yeah we wiped like, down all the food that came we in were the wiping house. all of our groceries before they came in the very house intense and, like, and then in monroe in monroe county which is where we live the cases started going down pretty significantly in the summer like really Cases went way. I think we were under a hundred cases a day at one point, um, and it really the numbers were so low that we started like we would just see our families in like small groups, or we would like do little things like that. Even that though was super. I was super paranoid. And about we we would only we would do it like if we were outside. Like I would go see my yeah. friends, but it would only be if we were outside at a fire where we could all be like sitting in a circle, kind of far away from each other. Um, but then obviously towards the end of the summer, things picked up again. So we had about two months of like kind of normal, what I'm imagining it's going to be like on the vaccine is what we had during the summer Mm. where it's like kind of normal, but like not normal. Um, and then ever since I would say what August, we've seen nobody Yeah, since August. 
we had those two months where I think it was the like, last the last thing we saw was for my birthday my mom brought over from a restaurant that I like yeah and we, we sat outside it. and ate we are just really a mess as a dryer <laughs> no so we sat outside and ate oh I remember that that was the last time I think we saw yeah. your mom in person for reals people have obviously stopped by and like dropped stuff off but we don't really see anybody yeah. other than ever. on Zoom no so it'll be nice to be able to see my mom and actually like hang out with her and yeah, it's gonna be kind of crazy though. Yeah, weird times, man. I know. Weird. I also think it's important to note too that like, because I didn't realize this until I tweeted about it. I tweeted that we were gonna be getting the vaccine, and it became sort of. I think people were upset because in certain parts of the country, even people who are like frontline workers have still, for some reason, not been yeah. able to get it. And I just want to, like, acknowledge that frustration, I guess, because, like, I'm not trying to... I almost feel like it's, like, a flex to get the fucking vaccine at this point, which is just so sick yeah. that it is. We are very lucky. The only reason that we were able to get ours yeah. was because our New York, New York, well, Monroe County, the county that we live in, um, opened up, like, it was, like, 28,000 uh, uh, vaccine appointments for a specific area codes. Area codes. And we happen to live in one of those area codes, and there's actually still appointments available. There's, I just yeah, as of live, this morning, there was like four thousand of them left. If you live in the city of yeah. Rochester and you're watching this and you want to know if you can get, you still have to be eligible through. They have like one A and one B, so you still have to meet the eligibility requirements, which mm-hmm. we do. But we met these eligibility requirements for the past like month and a half, and we yeah. haven't been able to get an appointment anywhere. So yeah. the only reason we were able to was because they opened all these opened new appointments in our city. So we got really lucky. Um, but I think it's important to note too that like I I I I feel like it's important to talk about getting the vaccine as a public figure because I feel like it's important to encourage people to get it. Mm-hmm. But I also want to acknowledge that it's very very shitty that there are so many people in our country right now who literally cannot get it. Yeah. And our frontline workers who have been working this entire pandemic and still for some reason cannot get it. Um, Biden said that everybody should be eligible by May, beginning of May. Yeah, which I don't I know. Mean, hopefully, I hope hopefully. so. I don't know. I just think it sucks. Yeah, it sucks that people. Some people. It sucks that it's like a. I don't know. And then you have other places, cases where people are literally buying their way through getting it quicker, and you have people who are cutting oh my the gosh, line. That Florida stuff. Is yeah, crazy. well, you, even in California, it's happening where people are. They opened up testing sites in California that were specifically for 65-plus people, mm-hmm. and it got filled. They had to cancel the whole thing because it got filled immediately with people who were not 65 and up, and they were just trying to bombard it to, like, cut the line. And I think that That's that – I think there's a difference between cutting the line and – how do I want to phrase this? I know that there's a lot of guilt around people who are like, well, I have asthma, so technically I qualify, but I'm going to wait my turn because I'm... Well, they, they say you shouldn't do that. Yes. You shouldn't wait your turn. Exactly. Because it is they're, your turn. they're throwing out doses every day. So yeah. they're like, if... If you're if eligible, you, it's your turn. Right. Like, go, yeah. go get it. Yeah. And I, but I think there's a difference between doing that and like actively cutting the line and like doing what other yeah. people are doing. No, I, I do think there's a difference between those two things. So I think it's a dicey game right now though, but we'll let you guys know next week. Yeah. Oh, no. It actually will be the week after because we're pre-filming for next week. Do you want to tell them why? Uh, oh, we're getting married. We are getting married. Just like courthouse style. Super simple. Yeah. We don't, I don't want to make a big deal. I'm not going to post about it on my main channel, I think, because I don't want to make a big deal about it because we're doing the actual wedding, what I would consider our wedding we're doing in next year. 
Yeah. But I would consider this our, like, marriage is happening. Just, like, the wedding right. is not happening yet. And we were going to do this. I mean, even before we decided if we were going to push a wedding or not, we were still going to do this before the wedding. Because Hannah needs health insurance. <laughs> I do need health insurance. <laughs> I recently had a birthday, and I recently lost my health insurance. So we needed to. I need to get on his insurance. And also, I think we just kind of are, like, ready to be married. It's basically like we've been married the past yeah. year, I would say. It's, see, to me, I think it's a bigger deal to you than it is to me. Because to me, it's like I, the paperwork part of it yeah. is just like... Uh. I What I was confused about was why we couldn't... Why do we have to have any sort of ceremony? Like, why do Tradition. we have to go... I know, but it was just like... Because we went to go get our marriage license. And I wanted to be like, why can I not just register this license and now I'm married to you like why can't I just do the paperwork like why do we have to do any big ceremony for it because to me this is like still special obviously like we're getting married but to me it's just like I'm excited to just like be officially married that's more what it is yeah so next Saturday we won't be here because we'll be doing that whole thing we'll pre-film the podcast I think we're gonna do random topics next Wednesday or next Saturday so we'll see but then the next week we'll let you know about the vaccine <laughs> symptoms, if we remember. Well, if we're pre-filming, pre-filming, we'll still be able oh, to tell you're them. Right. We probably will be able to tell you guys because uh, I don't know when we'll pre-film. But probably sometime this week. Yeah. So. so yeah. Anyway, you want to get into the sort of well, no, we they get what about there's so much other stuff we got to talk about. What? Your self tanning incident. Oh my god! No, I don't want to talk the about royal it. family. What do you mean? No, it, it's so you gotta talk about it. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, Hannah, it's mortifying. Hannah had a self tan incident. Can I just explain what happened? Don't look at my hands too closely. Can I just explain what happened? <laughs> I'm looking at them in the light, and they look so bad. It's like horrific. So I saw on TikTok this hack that you and I've never self tanned before ever. I've never used self tanner, but I I wanted to do the whole reason I wanted to do this was I wanted to do a video testing TikTok hacks. Like that was my whole thing. And so I saw this one that was like, you can buy this self spray. It's like a self mister spraying bottle and it makes self tanning like 10 times easier. And I was like, okay, like this, I'll add this to my hack list. And I got the bottle and I was so excited. And I was like, maybe I should try this before I film it for the video, just in case like something goes wrong or if it's like way too dark or if like something bad happens. It was way too dark. Well, I don't. So yeah. So I got the lightest one. You get this. It's called the Isle of Paradise tanning water. And I got the lightest shade and I sprayed it on before bed and then it was like set for like six hours and I was like okay I did it like midnight and I was like okay like I'll set it and then I'll go to sleep and then I'll wake up and I'll do it and I'll like wash it off or whatever and I woke up and I was (laughs) burnt first of all it was so dark it was like so dark like stupidly dark and second of all it It was was so patchy so pat I missed like you looked like a calico cat (laughs) like you had patches of orange your hands Looks like you just did, like, you were gardening all day. That's how dark they this were. This one is better And now. your feet were, like, her feet were, like, uh, so, dark. like, the color of the, the wood of these chairs. And randomly, my leg, like, one patch would be super dark, and then one patch of my leg would be pasty white. Yeah. It was, it was so bad. Before I went downstairs to show Charles, and I was like, this is awful like i could not stop laughing it, it was, was so funny so bad and then i like panicked so i went to i did curbside pickup at ulta to get this i guess it's like the tanner remover <laughs> is the stuff and it's from saint tropez or something and i didn't want them to like analyze my hands too closely through the car because i knew that if i was my tanner remover they'd be like oh this bitch 
got botched or spray tan. <laughs> so I bought a bunch of extra shit. Like, I bought, like, a face mask and, like, random shit. And then I bought everything, and I got home, and I tried it, and it worked, like, a little bit. I definitely look better. It helped a lot in my chest and my face. My hands are still a little messed up and my feet are still a little messed up and so are my legs your feet are the still feet are bad. bad yeah the feet are still pretty oh my the God. bottom of your foot it's Awful. like it's the color of wood it's, it's like really it's, bad it's dark i think the thing is it's not even that it's dark it's orange like yeah. it's literally it's orange. not a natural human skin tone no it's like <laughs> i don't even it was so and i'm so happy i didn't film it because i think it's, that would have been you know so what it looks like it's like the color of oh i just bumped my mic the color of this glass is what Hannah's feet look like. Yes. Orange. Like yeah. Cheeto color. I sent pictures to my group chat and um, they were all just laughing at me. <laughs> I was nobody, laughing at you. Nobody could, so offer, nobody could offer any like, I don't know, words of wisdom. I love you so much, but you did such a terrible job. <laughs> like it was like, it was so bad. You know what's funny too? The girl on the TikTok was like, oh my God, it only took like 10 minutes. That was so easy. And mine only took like 10 minutes to apply. Oh, so I was like, oh my God, that was so easy. I'm not knowing that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. It was, I did a horrible job yeah, doing job. it. It was really bad. Everything was patchy. Everything was horrible. I also think because I didn't wash it off in the six hours, I kept it on because I overslept. So I, I kept it on for way too long. Putting it on before bed was a questionable decision to begin with. You know what's weird about me? Sometimes, and I think this is, I'm, I know you're going to say I don't have ADHD, but I really think I have ADHD. And sometimes I do things and then I don't think about them at all. Like I just do the decision and it's never like serious things. It's like stupid shit like this. Like I'll just be like, yeah, this is a good idea. I should just spray to myself at midnight and just yeah, do it and I, see what happens. I think it's just a lack of patience. I don't even think it's that because I could have just Waited. Patience and planning are not your strong suits. <laughs> no, um, I, I, um, I'm gonna, I'm really, I'm gonna make an appointment with a psychologist. I feel like I need to talk to somebody about this. I just need a professional to tell me I don't have that because honestly, TikTok and also taking all of these diagnosing classes has like convinced me that I have adult ADHD, which is severely underdiagnosed in women. Anyway, so I had that happen, and then also what happened this week—the royal family stuff. Yeah. I watched the full interview. You you only watched clips, right? You haven't seen the full interview. I, I watched it, a decent amount of it because a streamer that I like was watching it. Mm. Um, what did you think? I just is anybody surprised no. that the royal family is racist? Like I thought that was just like maybe that's just because we live in America and I'm so used to just assuming anyone in power is racist. I agree. Like I actually <laughs> fully agree with that. Like yeah. Yeah. I, was this a surprise? To, yeah. I, I mean. The thing, the craziest thing about it to me was seeing all these American conservatives coming to the support of the royal family. That was weird. Like Ben Shapiro. Like, yeah. what are you, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? That was weird. I, I think for me it was like. This is crazy. No, it was, that was weird. I think for me it's like, I, I think the whole, pre okay, here's, I'm like fascinated with the royal family, but not the royal family. I'm fascinated with Princess Diana. Like, I've watched every documentary on Princess Diana. I watched The Crown, just season four, so I could see the Diana stuff. Like, I have a fascination with her. And you couldn't pay me to care. He doesn't care at all. But <laughs> I personally think that, like, it's all just so fucked. And I don't understand why they still exist in our modern society. Like, I feel like we've outgrown the need for royals in our society and in all societies. Because something interesting that I didn't know, which maybe I'm just stupid, but I didn't know that they don't only govern, like... 
there in yeah, the UK. It's every, oh, it's like so many. The Commonwealth, like yeah. they govern so many different no, things. Well, I mean, this the same thing with like American presidents still have say over the right. But I didn't realize the, like, that people in the I didn't realize that like the king and queen in the UK were also the king and queen of Australia. Like that's so anywhere geographically think, far away. You know what I mean? Anywhere that has not formally like declared and fought for independence. I but think that's is what still... I think is so weird. Like I just didn't. I guess I just didn't realize that. Like yeah. I didn't think about that. And then I was just thinking about the fact that like this person. I think. The, I think the most surprising thing besides obvious. Well, the racism stuff wasn't surprising to me. It was just gross, and it was yeah. like sad to hear. Like it was sad to if, hear. I guess I was surprised at how blatant some of it was. Yeah. But not really. I wasn't. I think what surprised me was that they took away the security for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Just like no real warning. Just like right before COVID started, they just took their security (coughs) detail because they didn't want to be a part of the royal family in like a higher capacity anymore. And I think that was like what was so shocking to me. Because there is like being a fucked up family and like there is being, you know all these politics involved, but taking away somebody's security when you have a wealth of billions of dollars and it costs you nothing to pay for that person's security, like doing that to me was one of the sickest parts of the whole thing. And I yeah. don't think they would have done that if he had married a white woman and had had a child with oh, a white I mean, woman. Definitely no, none of that would have ever happened. So I think that part was really like sick to me. And I also think it's interesting. I think that the American paparazzi and the American press have a lot of issues And obviously, I don't really see the need for paparazzi at all, to be honest. But anyway, I think they have a lot of issues. But I think that the UK press is like a whole different beast. And that interview shed a lot of light on it for me. Because I didn't really know a lot about that. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video. Again, the streamer that I like was watched part of this YouTube video. Where these guys like pretended to be um, like some sort of media outlet. I I wish I knew more details on this. But they pretended to be some sort of media outlet and they reached out to all these different like royal experts quote unquote like even like the cnbc correspondent and like all these other people who cover like royal stuff for Mm -hmm. the news and they interviewed them about it like before the the interview was released so there was no way that people could have seen the interview and they were like asking them questions like how did you feel when megan fake questions like how did you feel when megan markle came out as anti-vaccine and like that people answered it. They answered the As questions. They watched the interview. Yeah. Oh man! So they uh, very obviously the media formed their opinion before they even fucking watched it. And I saw all these other things like this. They had it was like a side by side of headlines of like headlines for I saw Megan. Kate and Megan. Yeah, and it was like the exact same thing, but every time it was like shitting on Megan and yes. being. Well, the one that was my favorite was the fact that she ate avocados. And they twisted that into right. her. I, I think the interesting thing about it, too, is I don't know how anybody can blame. My allergies killing me today. No, Sorry. It's okay. I don't know how anybody can blame, like, Prince Harry for making that decision for himself and his family when you consider the trauma that he went through with yeah. his mother being killed. One of the most striking interviews that keeps getting brought up is one where he talked about the fact that her dying was hard enough, but then realizing that when she died, the paparazzi swarmed the car, and then instead of trying to help her as she laid there and died, they just took pictures of her. And they were he was like, how do you grapple with that, knowing that the press who killed her, not only was it enough to kill her, they had to get pictures of her dying. And it's like, how do you hate this guy for, how can you go against this guy for making the decision yeah. to depart from this family and depart from no, this I, lifestyle when it literally I, is like a horrific thing that happened to him and his family. 
Yeah, that's crazy. We're team uh, Meghan and Harry. I wonder how much, if you're somebody who actually lives in, like, a country that is beholden to the royal family, how much of, of I wonder how much of an actual shit do you give? Because mm. I, I, I wonder if it's actually a big deal over there or if it's, like, just the U.S. media blowing everything up like they always do. You know do. what's interesting? I think it's kind of generational based on what I've seen on social media. I think really? the older generation cares, and I think the younger generation, like, doesn't give a shit. Just based on what I've seen on social media. That could be wrong, but that's just Comment the way below, that it seems. let us know, because yeah. I'm genuinely curious. I am, too. I'm also curious if, like, you guys also hate Prince Charles as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I do. Because I, I I hate that man so much. Like, a lot. Yeah. I know that, like, he had his own problems and, like, he was grappling with his own demons and, like, whatever. But, like, I hate him so much. And I, I don't I really like Prince William is, either. Prince Charles? He's yeah. the next in line. Once the queen dies, he'll be next in line. But he's, like, in his... I think he's in his 70s. And people are thinking he's going to die before. Is the he queen. the one that was with Epstein? No, he's the one. That, no, that was Prince. That's a whole different story. I, I don't know that anything about Andrew. the royal family. No, Prince Charles is the one that was married to Diana. He's next oh. in line. Oh, okay. It's Harry and William's father. So he'll and become the King son. Charles. Yeah, I hate him so much. I just don't like him, and I believe that he was the one who said the thing about the baby's skin color. I fully believe it mm. because Perry made a point to say that it wasn't his grandmother or grandfather. I saw a, a thing else? where people were thinking it might have been his brother, Prince William. Yeah, I could see either. Both of them are Wait, cut from the same. No, no, cloth. Harry, is Harry's brother William? Yeah, like Harry. Okay, we got. Yeah. I got to make you a map. <laughs> I, I saw a map, and funnily enough, it was a circle. So. Well, because they're all secretly cousins. <laughs> yeah, I saw a map, and it was like the queen and her husband are like third, cousins. fourth cousins. Well, something. no, and and Camilla is the cousin of Prince, oh, and so was Diana. I, Diana was a cousin, and Kate, Kate Milton is allegedly a cousin, I, I a distant can't be cousin. Bothered. I, can't I think be bothered. I saw a funny TikTok that was like, "This is just generational inbreeding at this point because they're all low key cousins yeah. and like family." It's very strange. It's a very strange thing. But I think as Americans, too, it's easy for us to shit talk it because we're so detached from it. Like, for us, it's just, they're the same thing as, like, reality. I feel like it's the same, I don't know. It's like celebrities to us, right? Wouldn't you say? I guess. I guess we don't really, I was going to say, it's sort of like the the other countries making fun of Trump. But they have they don't have any power at all, so it's even less power. That like it would be like you know what I mean. I wish Trump had the power of the Queen when he was in presidential power. <laughs> that would have made our <laughs> no. lives less scary. And by that you mean no power. <laughs> exactly, it would have been less scary. No, I think more. I don't think they have power necessarily. I think they just have influence. What do they call it? The foundation. What do they? No, say? the um, the agency. What was it? The, the institution. The institution. It, right? No, it was something else. That was like an organization that runs the royal family. Behind yeah. the royal family, that I will say, if you haven't watched the interview, I would give it a watch or at least watch the highlight reels because it is actually. I think it was very interesting. I don't think it was as expose or like tea spilling as people wanted it to be, but I do think it shed an interesting light on what actually happens behind the scenes. And I think it was an interesting. I think it's definitely like a cultural yeah. movement. Them leaving was definitely a big, you know, cultural moment. So I think either way, it's kind of interesting to watch. If you're interested at all in the royal family and Meghan and Harry and stuff, it's interesting. Yeah. I also, what do you think about people who say that Meghan and Harry only left so they could become, like, famous and get, like, a Netflix deal? I mean, they were already famous. And also, like, why wouldn't they get a Netflix deal if they could? Like, the Obamas got a Netflix deal. Why can't Meghan and Harry? They're already famous. They're already rich. Like, I... Well, they weren't rich. He got cut off completely. I think for me, the whole Netflix thing 
was like he got cut off. He didn't have any money anymore. And he has all he has. But is his I name. thought they all had like they all owned companies and shit. Like no. I thought they were all already millionaires outside of. No, no, he was only he only the only reason he was able to do what he did after they cut him off was because Diana had left him like a ton of money. So he had an so inheritance, but he had an inheritance, but he didn't have like. I don't know. I I could have sworn they said that he owned tons of like merch companies and like. No, I don't okay. think I don't think so. I might be wrong, but I don't think I didn't see that in the interview at all. So, we'll see. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do now that they're yeah. sort of free. And I think it'll be very interesting to see what happens. So, yeah. I guess that's our thoughts on the yeah. royal family, too. I'm really interested to know what people who know more than us are thinking, though. Because I really only know about, like, Diana stuff and also what I watched in the interview. Yeah. I'm interested to I, see. I know very little about it. But. Yeah. I'm interested to um, see. Speaking of Europe. Did anything else interesting happen today or this week? Stimmy bill got passed. Moop took too long. Democrats, in typical Democrat fashion, negotiated down and then still didn't get a single Republican vote. (laughs) So, I don't think we're Democrats. I don't think we are. I think we're. I think we're like our own thing at this because we low key don't like Democrats either. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean you're not a Democrat. I guess I just you can you can hate it like. But I don't even like... The biggest difference between, like, people on the radical left and people on the radical right is I can can talk shit about my party and and my politicians and... Still want better. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think um, it did pass. Everyone's getting 14 hundo. Interesting little preface in there about the student loans thing. I thought that was very interesting. Easter egg, uh, AOC. I thought that was very interesting that they said... She was like, so no student loan forgiveness. What are you, Taylor Swift? Like, why are these people... <laughs> that's like what Taylor Swift does. She was Easter eggs for yeah. a fan. There's like an Easter egg that maybe one know. day we'll get I, our student loans forgiven. Hopefully they'll do something with it, but I'm, I'm losing hope. So Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Everybody says to give Biden the 100 days. They say at least give him 100 days. How, what, well, what day are we on? 50. The only thing I see of him is he makes fan cams of himself walking to the Oval Office every week. Which I think is funny. So I, I saw somebody on Twitter. It's like a reel that you put together of like somebody that you love that's like them looking badass. And he puts together these videos every week of him just like walking to the Oval Office. <laughs> and it's just funny. I haven't seen that. Like he's, I think he's doing whatever. I just oh, wish, I man. wish, I knew that when he was elected, not everything would happen, but I like didn't expect it to be this slow paced. Same. I thought we were going to get more stuff done during executive orders. Yeah, we did not have that but. happen. Well, you know. There's time. We'll see how yeah. things fare out. I don't think we're... I think that Democrats continually... Everybody's going to have a different opinion on how things should be done. But I think the Democrats trying to meet the Republicans in the middle is just the well, wrong... Well, did you see that one... Oh, my... I can't the remember wrong her opinion. name. Sarah... Huckabee Sanders? No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, the girl who, like, thumb, dramatically thumbs down oh, the yeah, $50 I saw her. minimum wage. Yeah, I saw her. We're going to talk about poverty in an upcoming podcast. We actually were going to do podcasts. it today. But I, my allergies are acting up, and I was like, I, I don't have the energy <laughs> to, to talk to get about heated today. Yeah. So upcoming, and maybe we'll talk about the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Oh, then, absolutely, but. we'll talk about it then. Yeah, well, that's interesting. But so, so, what are we going to talk about today? Today's Smoky Glow. Thanks, Smoky Joe. Today's main, <laughs> today's main topic. We decided we were. We asked you guys if you thought the honeymoon podcast would be a fun idea, where we kind of went through what our plan is for our honeymoon. Um, and a lot of you guys said you were actually interested in that. So we are going to do it. I want to give a couple prefaces, okay? Because I really am very, very nervous about how this comes across. 
Initially, the honeymoon was going to be shorter. Yeah. But when we pushed the wedding a year, that gave us an extra year to save money to yes. do this trip. So initially, it was going to be, I think it was two and a half Initially, weeks. we were going to do two weeks. It was I think it was two and a half. It was like two yeah. in a few days. But And then we made we doubled it, basically. We made it longer. And the reason we're able to do that is, number one, we had the extra year to save. And number two, Charles is a teacher, so he gets the entire summer off. Mm-hmm. And I obviously work at the will of YouTube so I can just do whatever so yeah. the reason it's so long is because we had the we wouldn't have done this whole thing if we didn't have the extra year to save and if Charles wasn't a teacher being able to do this right we also kind of made I think a decision between the two of us that this has been this is almost like a honeymoon combined with sort of bucket list trip yeah I think the thought process was if like this is the last time that we will probably be able to do a trip like this yeah before um, we have kids. Before, bef- yeah, before, I mean, before we have kids or before whatever. whatever. panic. Yeah. He's like, or uh, another dog, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I and like, this this was just the right time to do it. And we figured if we're going to go all out, we should go all off for our honeymoon. Yeah. So that's it's, what we decided to do. Yeah. And I think also we both, this was, we're kind of calling it instead of the honeymoon, it's like the trip of a lifetime type <laughs> thing. Because like we're really yeah. trying to make it a trip that we're going to remember for the yeah. rest of our lives and be like our big once in a lifetime. Yeah. Neither of us ever did the whole like, you know how people. We take, should probably say what it is. Oh. We're, <laughs> so basically what we're doing. Sorry. Is we are going to fly into London. Yes. And then for 34 days. Yes. 34 days. Just under five weeks. We are going to be in Europe. And we are going to buy a train hopper pass that lets you hop on and hop off. Uh, I think the one we were going to get is like up to 22 times. Yes, that sounds right. Um, Oh, my phone's ringing. Sorry. This is just a spam. But you get to hop on and hop off. And basically, we're just kind of going to go. We're going to city hop through Europe. Europe. Do you want me to give, like, the itinerary quick, and then we can break down, like, Yeah, each... well, what we thought we'd do today was just go through and just kind of tell you the things that we had planned for each um, city that we're going to be in. And we also thought, some of the cities, we haven't planned anything yet. So we thought it'd be well, really cool. I've, I, my I, days. I, I can't show anything. you the spreadsheet because it, we don't want to give, like, the dates. exact dates and exact, like, hotels we're staying at or anything because yeah. we don't want, you know, people to, like, show up. <laughs> but, like, I have planned this... Full, you know how sometimes, like, people understand what I mean when I say this. Sometimes when you feel like you want to be productive, but you're too lazy to do the things you actually want to do, so you invent tasks for yourself I to do, do so that you feel productive. Well, that is basically what I did. Yeah. I overplanned, like, every city. I have a spreadsheet. I, I can't show it, but and that's, I, I have, like, an Excel spreadsheet that looks, like, super professional. It's color-coded. Color-coded. I, I mapped out the time that we're going to be on the trains. I mapped out what routes I want to walk. Like routes, it's it's intense. I, I overplanned the hell out of this trip. And I, I'm not expecting to, like, um, you know, do all of these things exactly as they are. No. But I, most of it, I was just kind of doing this for fun. So We're very, we should say this, too, before we start. We're very flexible people when traveling. I think both of us yeah. are. If one person is, like, not vibing, unless it's something the other really wanted to do, we're pretty flexible with each other's schedules like we just kind of so we're gonna go through and just kind of tell you the places we're gonna be and sort of Mm -hmm. what we were planning on doing while there and then if you guys are from these countries or you've been to these countries you've been to these cities and you have like specific things you're like oh my god you must do this yeah we will do it and maybe 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 we'll do a meetup at some city at some point (laughs) maybe 
stressed me Hannah's out. Hannah gets stressed out by well, meetups. Well, because if there's no security, might. if there's no security, I know, I get it, it gives I get me anxiety. It. I don't but, mind if people just come up to me. Like, when we were in London, we met somebody at the train station. I feel like we've told this story five times. No, but I, it was so fun. It was so cool to get to meet somebody, like, randomly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I don't know if I want to be like, hey, I'm going to be right here. Yeah. If you absolutely hate me and you, like, don't like me, you can come meet me right here. So the way that we've organized it is we're going to, with, with the exception of the beginning and the end, every city we're taking the train in, and I have those days color-coded blue because those are, like, relaxed days. We're, like, we'll just go with the flow. We might be tired from the train or whatever, and we'll just, like, you know, that's just, like, the check into the hotel, relax sort of day. And then it will be in every city for two days. And I get to pick what we do one day. Hannah gets to pick what we do the next day. And then it's another travel day. So it's like travel, Hannah, Charles, travel, Hannah, Charles, travel. We've also, I will say, we've also been um, bartering for days. So... So, um, so like there was one day that Charles really wanted to do something on my day. He wanted two days in that city, just stuff that he planned. So he bartered with me to like add certain. So Berlin, you'll see. I traded, I traded Berlin for for uh, for Milan. So you'll see, you'll see as it goes on that sometimes it doesn't equal out, but that's because there's been a a trade, a transactional approval between both of us. This has been a very fun trip for us to plan together, yeah. I will say. I think we're having more fun planning it. I am having so much fun <laughs> yeah, planning it. We literally it. will lay we'll lay on the couch for hours and just talk about what we're gonna do. It's like been yeah. the best it's been the best thing ever. But yeah. okay, so do you wanna start okay. with America? Yeah, so we come the first day we come from America, we're flying into London. We're flying out of New York City too. Then we're gonna so be in London. <laughs> London for one day. And yes. I just coded that day as a rest day because I figure what when we were last time we flew in the jet lag was like so real we that we slept. needed we needed to sleep the we, next day. We got into London at like nine in the morning yeah. and we just fell immediately asleep. Yeah. Like we just went to bed. So we're going London, London, and or America to London, then a full day in London, and then we're going to take the train from London to Paris. Then we're going to be in Paris for two days, and then we're going to take the train from Paris to Lyon. People told me I was saying it wrong. I also thought it was part of the reason I say it wrong is because. Where we live in New York, we have a lot of random towns named after other countries. We do. Like, I, I grew up cities. in Greece, New York. Yeah. And, like, there's Mexico, and one of them is Lion. Yeah. And, I, and uh, it's we pronounced Lion yeah, here. Yeah. At least people here call it Lion, it might. so whatever. <laughs> so we're going to be in Lyon for two days. Yeah. Then we're going to take the, the train through, I think it goes through the Alp. Oh, no, this, from Lyon to Bern, Switzerland. And then we're in Bern for two days. And then I think we take the train through the Alps from Bern to Milan. I think that train is going to go through the Alps. It is. And then that that day where we we get on the train to Milan, we're going to rent a car, drive to Lake Como, be in Lake Como for two days, come back to Milan, be in Milan for one day. Then we're going to go from Milan to Venice by train, be in Venice for two days, Venice to Vienna, be in Vienna for two days, Vienna to Prague, be in Prague for two days, Prague to Berlin, be in Berlin for two days, Berlin to Amsterdam, be in Amsterdam for two days. Then we're going to do Amsterdam to Brussels, be in Brussels for two days, and then we're going to take the train from Brussels back to London. And then we have one extra day in London, and then we're flying home. So we're we're kind of doing like A a, a loop. Yeah, a of, of of Europe. I think we're hitting most countries. I will say in in like the uh, 
that part. Western part of Europe. I will say, before we got to this list, which I would say we're pretty set on what this is right now, this plan, there were so many different variations, and it was very, very difficult to cut things out. Like, initially, yeah. we were going to fly into London, and then we were going to go to Ireland, and we were going to be there. Well, why, why don't we tell... Let, let's take a break from this. We'll get back to this in a second. Why don't we talk about, like, what we were originally going to do? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Because yeah. originally, our very first plan... Was we were gonna fly to Hawaii for a week? Oh my god! And then I forgot about and then this. and then fly to from Hawaii to Japan for a week. No, 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 it wasn't even that. We were gonna fly. Listen to this, okay? <laughs> we so here's the here's what this all comes down to: the beginning part of planning our honeymoon. We for this past August, August of 2020, we were gonna be in Italy and we were gonna take an Italian cruise. We had yes. booked this trip while we were in Europe because we caught the bug. We were like, we want to travel more. Like this is this trip was amazing. Like, I think we actually booked the Italian cruise when we were in Paris. In Paris, we booked this cruise and we were like, we want to go well, to Italy. I did not booked it, but you know what I mean. No, like, we like we put the deposit down. Yeah. So we thankfully we canceled it early enough that we got the deposit back, but we got the deposit back in cruise credit. So we have this cruise credit. So I'm like, how can I still use this amount of money to like for this cruise? And so I was like, okay, I'm planning this honeymoon for us. And I'm like, okay, I want to use the cruise. There is a cruise that you can, and also mind you, I am horrified of flying. Like mm-hmm. I am absolutely the worst flyer. I literally need to be severely medicated to fly. <laughs> like I can't, I'm horrible. I, 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 the anxiety, anyway, I don't want to get too into that, but the anxiety I feel flying is like on, you can, you can attest to this. It's unmatched. Yeah. So I will have nightmares leading up to the trip. So I decided that if we flew to Vancouver, it was Canada. I believe it was Vancouver. It was the other side of Canada from us, basically. And then we took, oh, no, 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 this is what it was. We were going to take the train from Rochester, New York, all the way yeah. to Washington, Seattle, Washington. And then there was a there was a cruise that came, which is a three-day train ride, but it's, like, all through the United States, so I thought it'd be fun. And then there's a cruise that you could take that would take you all the way down to Japan. And then we were going to be in Japan for two weeks and then we were going to fly to Hawaii and do Hawaii for a few days. And then we were going to fly home. Because we yes. figured if we were on that side of the world, we should go to Hawaii, too. Because yes. I've always wanted to go there. And I've always wanted to go to, to We've Japan. We've both always. We still want to do Japan. Here's my concern. And this is the big concern I had with Japan. Is I I am still like a relatively rookie level traveler. Like Same. the only time I've ever been out of the United States other than Canada or Mexico is like when we went on this trip where we got engaged last year. Yeah. Where we went to London and Paris. And being somebody who's, like, a disabled person and traveling, I get nervous that, like, the further I get away from, like, my comfortable Western, like, culture zone, the more difficult it's going to be for me to adapt with, like, disability issues. So for, like, a perfect example, I know this sounds stupid, but, like, a lot of places in Japan, like, they require you to take your shoes off for certain things. I can't do that. So like that's just like one example, but that makes sense. basically I I was I wanted to get more traveling under my belt before I went to a place that I felt was going to be a bigger culture shock for me. I'm not laughing at you, but it just reminded me of a funny story where I booked the Europe trip without telling Charles because yeah. it was going to be a Christmas present. Yeah, and the, which the, when we are uh, where we got the engaged. first Europe yeah. trip, I booked it and I was going to have it be a Christmas present. And then I could, I'm horrible at keeping anything a secret. So I told him about a month later. In after a Wegmans parking lot. In a Wegmans, <laughs> but he, 
he was nervous because he made me tell him. Because I had asked. I had been like, I had been alluding that there was going to be some type of trip. Well, she told me that we were going someplace. We were going somewhere. And he goes, he, I told him Europe. And he was like, thank God. Because I thought, he was like, I love you. But with your planning skills, I thought we were just going to show up in Japan. And I was going to have no idea what we were doing. And like, we would be fucking yeah. wrecked. So thankfully it was Europe. But we both eventually do want to go to Japan. Yeah. I think we just have to kind of get over our fears a little right. bit. And I think this trip is going to help us with that. I I completely agree. Because we're both going to go to places. I know. I don't know the way, right way to say this, but out of our comfort zone. Out of our bit. comfort zone. Like we're going to go to to places that are more removed from American culture than we are traditionally used to. Which I I'm actually pretty okay with that stuff, just because I lived in Nepal for a few months. Uh, but I am but like he, a rookie. Yeah, traveler. and also when I did that, I was like 19 and had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. So like it was very different how I am now. I think too when we if we do do Japan, our plan when we were going to go to Japan was to do a guided tour. Yeah. So we would be with like a group and have a tour guide who could help us with some of those yeah. things, and we could talk to you beforehand about the accessibility. Or as we say it in Rochester, tour a tour guide. <laughs> but I think and I think we are still if we do do Japan, I think we something are like going to yeah. do something like that because I think just for accessibility purposes, it's the right move. But we ultimately decided not to do that because we went to Europe. And we, like, had so much fun on that trip, and we were yeah. thinking about it. And we were just like, man. And we loved the train. Well, you loved the train. I fell asleep. I love trains. He loved the trains. And he was like, found this thing. So then we landed on Europe. But the Europe guide that we had laid out was so, like, yeah. a uh, lot. It was Originally, a lot. we were going to try to do, like... 10 countries in, like, 14 days. Like, a cruise through Italy. Yeah, because we had to burn the cruise credit. Yeah. So, when we were, then, when we first, after the Hawaii was, like, plan A. Yeah. Plan B was we were going to fly into Ireland. Yes. And then take a train, spend, like, a day and a half in Ireland. And and somehow go go to the cliffs. Yeah. We're, like, six hours away from where we're flying. And then we wanted to go to, like, London, Paris. Barcelona. I wanted to go to Spain really bad. I still want to go to Spain really bad We were planning, like, a two-week trip that would have us ending in Venice and then taking a cruise from that, taking that cruise, using the cruise credit from Venice. And... That was what we were set on. And I actually had started making up, like, an itinerary for that. But then when we had to push the wedding... Because we, we had already saved for a good portion of it. Oh, yeah. So we were like, well, wait. We've got all this money saved. We could potentially have a whole nother... Leg. A whole nother year to save up for another trip. Yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah. So... I would say, too, if you are going to do a trip like this or... Obviously, it's like everybody does it differently. But the best way I found for trips in general is planning super far in advance and then paying off like little things every yeah. month yep. like every month we're gonna we're, we've we've already started every month we're gonna pay like a little bit towards this hotel or we're gonna pay for the plane ticket with this month or yeah. i think if you break it up into little sections it feels way less overwhelming than trying to book everything all at once and like trying to yeah. like get everything done all at once like we definitely were we're putting the money kind of where it needs to be each the, month the crazy thing is the majority of what we're doing, how do I want to put this? The hotels, the, the total sum of every hotel we're staying at is cheaper than the two plane tickets. The plane tickets are the most expensive. Like, part. isn't that absurd that yeah. the plane tickets are the most? Once we get over there, it's really, I mean, it, I'm not going to say it's cheap, 
but yeah. it's it's cheaper than the plane tickets. To be fair, though, we are doing. I think we are going to go first class for the plane tickets. We've I've compared pricing, and business yeah. and first is not that big of a difference once you're already paying that much more. But we decided if there was ever a time to do first class, it would be our honeymoon. Yeah. So that we're splurging a little bit on the plane tickets, like the and also pass, because I'm a nervous flyer. The I train passes to. are only. I, I don't know if they're cheaper right now because of COVID or if they're always this cheap. But they're only five hundred bucks a piece. That's for first class. Too. For for like yeah for like the top, and it, that's like a, a month uh, of travel. A month of travel. Yeah. Like that's in America, a, a one Never. train ticket from is like a hundred and eighty bucks yeah. for one way trip. You know what's funny? I was talking to the Welsh twins about mm-hmm. this trip a little bit when I, I was on their podcast. Go shout out to the Double Cleanse podcast. I was a guest on there a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and um, I was talking to them about it. And I was like, "Yeah, I was talking about New York City because they said they'd been to New York City." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I live in New York, but I'm like six hours from New York City." And they were like, "You could be in like three <laughs> different countries at yeah. that point in Europe. Like you could be like so far away for driving six hours." So I think because every Everything's so close together. That's why it's so much more. Yeah. Like I don't want to say cheap, but it's more. It's easier to do, I guess. You know, right. like five hundred for a month but, and a half of travel was and good for us. Yeah. So that's we uh, we're a little self conscious about the trip because we know, like, it's putting it lightly. Well, uh, here's the, no. It, I was we anxious. know that like we are very incredibly lucky to be yes, able to do this. Absolutely. And also, I think it's important to note that this is not something either of us ever thought we could have ever done. Oh my gosh. A year ago. I never. Even two years ago, before I landed in London, <laughs> yeah, I, for the <clears throat> for the trip we got engaged on, I never thought that I would leave the country. No, like, and and the only reason we really can is because of YouTube. Like that's yeah. truly the reason we're able to do this type of trip. So thanks, guys. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> no, but also I think it's important to note that like we decided pretty early on when YouTube started making more money that like we did want to do the smart things with it as well. Like we wanted to, you know, invest it and do those smart things. But also like if we're blessed right now to have the finances to travel, that's something that means a lot to us is traveling. So we did want to take advantage of this sort of. And like, this is the one, I feel like we're both young. We're both in relative, well, not quite the shape we were before quarantine, but (laughs) we're relatively good shape. We have no kids. And, like, even with the dogs, like, we're very lucky right now that we can leave the dogs at your parents' house. And they love being there. And your parents are in, in both in good shape and, like... Love having Oliver, them. I think, likes being at your grandma's more than he, he likes... Really or at your mom's. your mom's more than he likes he being here. Being there. Yeah. You know? Because they have other dogs they can play yeah. with. And, yeah. So we are lucky, too. The dogs will be staying in my... We actually think, depending on where we're living, we might have the dogs stay at our house and have people come live at our house on spurts. Well, it would be it depends. Parents, well, also, it might be your parents. It, we're we're going to see because five weeks is a long time for them to be out of their normal schedule. So we're definitely trying to figure out the best way to do yeah. it with the dogs. But they'll be they love being at my mom's. They really do. Yeah. So, so America. So that day in London, let's go through this now because this is kind of our official plan. Okay. So London is the rest day. And yes. I don't think we're planning so, on doing anything other than going to that cafe right. that I want to go to. Right. So the first day or the first day we're flying in from uh, from London, we're probably going to get to London pretty late London time. It depends. I don't really know the flight Yeah, yet. we're not entirely sure. But so that day we'll probably sleep. Yeah. So then we wake up the next day. Um, should I give like arbitrary dates just so we can no. keep track? Okay. So like the next day we're going to have a full day in London. Yeah. And our plan is just to kind of like rest and Relax. chill. I would like to get like a full English breakfast. Yes. Because last time we I we we couldn't we didn't have time to get one. Really, it's my fault. I didn't wake up early enough to get one. I tried to wake you and up, and I had, I ate one in the airport, and it was not great at the airport, the airport diner. 
So I would like to get a more authentic... Uh, authentic experience. Yeah. I just want to go back to... The only thing I have is there was this little, like, cafe that we went to that had the best pasta. I don't know how we're going to find it. It was by a JD Sport. That's yeah. all I remember. It had the best pasta I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was just like a random It was cafe. so good. It was, it was And really they had the best... They had these little cappuccinos... Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. So I want to try to find that place again because it was really yummy. I loved eating there. Yeah. Really, the thing I remember most about the Europe trip too was the food we got to eat. You know eat. what's funny? So good. Is all I remember about that cafe, other than the coffee being good, is like my big fat American ass having to. It was like a <laughs> small building, and so I had small. to squeeze into like the tiniest chair, and I could feel the judgment I of the, the waiter every time he had to squeeze past me. I know. I was like, I'm sorry. I know. I felt that. Yeah, that's one thing we got to get over, though. Yeah, we're allowed to exist and travel, even though we're I know. overweight people. So that day, first. So that's day chill. two of we're the trip. We're just gonna chill. Day three of the trip, we are taking the train from London to. Paris. From Paris, from yeah, from London to Paris, the Eurostar, which we've done that. Well, I don't think it's going to be the Eurostar this time. I don't know. We'll have to see. Oh, because it's a different because like, I thing. think it's. I, I know. I think it's still. A this thing. is this is one thing I'm confused about, and I mean, it's just because I don't know how trains work over there that well. But if if we're booking through Eurorail, I think Eurostar is a different company. No, so it's I, not. They're oh, the it's same. Not? Mm-hmm. Okay, because when I booked the the Eurostar. It's just the name of that route of the train, I okay, believe. Okay, so we're taking, we're doing that trip. Yes. Which we've done before. Yes. And I've, I, I love that train ride because it's super easy and like chill and yeah. it's a good train ride. Um, and then when we get in that night. We are, we're so gonna do day a, three of the trip. Yeah, we're going to do some shopping. Hannah's going to do some shopping. I have, I have one, I don't want to talk about it really, but I have one specific item that I really, really want to buy in Paris that I have dreamt about buying since I was a child, and I've decided my honeymoon is the time to buy it. So I've been saving for this item, and I'm going to go buy it. The problem, the only problem with this, and this is the thing that Hannah is struggling with the most, is we're trying to, because we're going to be traveling so much, we're trying to pack really light. Yeah. So like a, a, one roller suitcase a piece, yes. and we're just going to have to do laundry like on our travel days, yeah. or have the hotels do laundry for it, like laundry service or whatever. Yeah. So anything Hannah buys has to be lugged with us through the entire trip. I have found a solution to those problems. But Charles is, it's, either way, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm really, I I really want to buy a certain thing in Paris. And I didn't want to spend a whole day doing it. So we're just going to do it the day that we get in. We're going to buy it. Yes. And I'm very excited about that. And I think that day we're also, we'll probably go just like, you know, relax and maybe go see the Eiffel Tower again. And um, there was this little cafe by the Eiffel Tower that we went to last time. That was well. We're going to do that. Oh, I thought day. that was that no, day. No, oh, yeah. Day. Just like go see the Eiffel Tower. Just oh no, like, you're right. That is that day. I thought it was. Yeah. So we're seeing we're eating at that same little cafe. Yeah. That we ate at last time. And I think we've told this story on the podcast before, but we. To find, we didn't remember the name of that hotel and none of the pictures, or the the cafe, cafe, and none of the pictures that we took there had like the name in it. So I literally like went to the Eiffel Tower, walked to the same route that we did on Google, uh, on Google Earth. Yeah. If you guys can hear Stella, we apologize. Yeah, she's still recovering from surgery. She's doing good though. She's doing way better. Yeah, she's doing good. But, um, so we're going to go there and then that's kind of our travel day. Yeah. And then our first real day in Paris. So now we're on day four. Four of the trip. We are going to, we've we've gone back and forth about if we're going to take the bus or if we're just going to rent a car. But either way, we're going to go to Monet's Garden, which was my day. Yes. It was my pick. 
Um, I've always wanted to go to, I talked about this in the last podcast, but I've always wanted to go to Monet's Garden. And I've heard it's really beautiful. I guess it can be kind of crowded, so people said to go early. So we're probably going to get up early that day and try to go a little bit earlier in the day just to avoid the crowds. Then maybe get lunch out there. Just to, I kind of like the idea of driving because I like the idea of getting to, like, see sort of the country. Yeah. You know, because a little bit more outside of the city of Paris. It's kind of like the outer countryside of yeah. Paris. So I think it'd be pretty to go see sort of those things. Right. If we drive, it gives us more options to be able to do some other stuff just outside of Paris. Right. And we're also, when we're there, I think we're going to stay at the same hotel that we stayed at last which time. Which we loved that hotel. Which, this is the only ho- hotel Hannah will let me talk about because we don't want to give you the names of the other hotels. But I want you to know that I went in, the, the level of research an in-depth planning I did to pick each one of these hotels. I'm so proud of that. Charles has gone to great lengths to find us the most unique experiences yes. for hotels of all time. So I give him props. I'm not joking when I said when I say I probably spent hours. Five to six hours per city <laughs> looking at every hotel. He really did. He really did. And he um, would show me, give me up. Op- it was like a it was like a slideshow yeah. presentation of my options for yeah. the hotels. So we're staying in some pretty cool hotels. I, but I this think hotel you'll get I to love. see them in like our trap because we want to do some travel vlogs. Yeah, I think we'll probably try and do like one per city. So instead of like every day, do like one for the Paris, one for yes. Lyon. Also, I want to say too, a lot of people do when they do these types of trips do Airbnbs, and we thought about doing that. But my sister actually did a trip through Europe like this a couple of years ago, and she just had some horror stories with the Airbnbs. So that's why we did yeah. hotels. We could have done Airbnbs we, too, and I think most, there's some cool options we, there. We but booked mostly cheaper hotels, with the exception of two. There's two. two that are like a little bit more, a little bit more splurgy. expensive, but. Yeah. Um, so the Paris one, we're going to stay at the Platine or the Platine, however you say Charles it, which loves. is I loved it. It was it's so Marilyn cool Monroe last themed. Time. I just I will forever be chasing the high of being in Paris for the first I time, know. laying in bed I with know. the pink lights on, having the window, the window open, the and rain. hearing the rain, and I just know. like vibing and eating Grubhub. I know. Like I will chase that high for the rest of my life. I know. We, you loved that. So we're going to stay there again. Hopefully, it'll rain. We can recreate that experience. <laughs> um, then my day in there, we are going to do um, the. We're, I think we're going to do the projection museum in yes, Paris. It's I'm called so the. I am going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. Atelier Luminaris. Should we talk about how we're trying to learn some language? Oh too? yeah. We're actually. So, I'm really excited about this because mm-hmm. we're trying to each learn. I'm trying to learn French, and you're trying to learn German. And yes. I think you already know some Italian. I I know. I would say like if you were talking like. You know, a hundred percent being fluid, fluent zero percent being like you've never heard the language before. I'm probably like thirty three percent for okay. Italy, for Italian. Well, we just- I was much more fluent in it when I was younger because I took five years of Italian in high school, but now it's gone. I I can I I can still understand it fairly well. Yeah, like basic conversations yeah. fairly well, and I can still read it really well. I just don't. Excuse me. I just don't remember how to speak it. Well, we wanted well. to try to learn some of the languages be just because we had the basics kind of we went we went last time being like, Oh, it's only gonna be a couple days, but because it's such a longer trip, yeah. we want to at least have basic knowledge and not be right. such a recognize certain words, you know what I mean? <laughs> not be so like English. <laughs> we only speak English. The, the Google Translator app is also really good. Like it yeah. can literally translate text and we use that a lot, especially on like menus. We used that it's a lot helpful. last time. However, um, I still think it's good to try to learn some yeah. of the, especially since we have so much time before 
before we go. Right. Which we've been using the app. What is it called? Duolingo. Duolingo. It's been really fun. We we have like little challenges going between yeah. the two of us. So, so. Hannah's Hannah's doing French, French, and I'm going to try to do a little bit of German. Yeah. Um, I might try to do a little Italian too, just so I know some basic too. Du bist ein Frau. Yeah. Du bist ein Frau. There you go. Yeah, see, I think that's the one word. My pronunciation up. was probably Je terrible. Suis, what was it? Je suis femme. No, I don't. I don't know. Ich bin uh, un uh, man. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so the, so we're doing that museum. Yeah. The Altier Luminaries. I think that's how you say it. And then we wanted to try and do like the bus tour because one thing we noticed about Paris was like everything there was like beautiful. Like so everything beautiful. there, you I mean you could stop anywhere in the city and take a picture, Stunning. and it was like a postcard. The architecture. So we want to like do unreal. like one of those hop on, hop off bus tours just to see a lot more of the sites. And I think we want to see Notre Dame if it is yes. uh, finished, because last time we were there it was under construction from the fire, so we didn't see too much. Yeah. And then there's a modern art museum. I want to. I don't remember the name of it, but I want to try to go to. Um, and I th- and then I think we're also going to try and book like a, a one of the two nights that we're there for dinner. One of like the dinner cruises through the the river from the river. Yeah, that um, runs through Paris. Yeah, so, so that's that, kind of our that's plan. Paris. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to do Paris. Um, I I think too. We'll probably on the we'll probably switch something. We will probably do a museum on the Monet Day. We're going to play it by ear yeah. basically, but that's kind of our days yeah. for Paris. And then day six of the trip, we go from we take the train from Paris to Lyon through the French countryside, which I'm very excited to see. It's gonna be really pretty. I love like just vibing on a train and like looking out the window and like playing like a, a, a game on my Switch or something. Yeah. Listen to a little chill hop. Get ready for kiss. with the vlogs. Get ready for tons of B-roll of <laughs> the countryside because Charles, that's all he I did love last it. time. I love it. He kept taking my camera while I was asleep and just recording countryside <laughs> shots of a vlog that I never posted. But, yeah. Yeah. So that trip, that train's two hours, so chances are that day we'll be able to, like, explore a little bit. Yeah, um, do some more stuff there. The next day, the hotel that we're staying in is, like, an old church. Yes. I don't want to say the name of it, because Hannah's afraid we're going to get murdered. Not murdered, but I just, you, you should never expose too, too much. I, you're right, you're right. It's in an old church, and it's kind of near, like, so in Lyon. Um, there's like this old theater, like Roman theater, and like there's this really fancy um, church that I you can like walk to from where we're I staying. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's like it's at the top of the hill, right? It's like on, it's, it has the view. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, so I planned out like a whole walk for like, your day of what I want to do is like I want to come from the hotel, go stop by the theater. I want to go and look at. Um, that church, it's called the Notre something. I forget what it's called, but that church. It's beautiful based yeah. on pictures. Stunning. And then I want to like go and walk through the city because everyone says, all the travel guides that I watched, like I watched a bunch of videos, said Lyon is like a city, like there's, they're really well known for like their food. Yeah. Because the, the that chef, I forget his name, Bouc, Bouc, cool. I have no idea. There's a <laughs> you famous, keep looking at me, I have no There's a clue. famous chef. Hold on, I'll, rem- I'll remember it here in a second. Paul Bocuse. Okay. There it is. And I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. But he was there and he was like a, a pioneer of traditional French cuisine. Yeah. So that there's a lot of food and restaurants and stuff there that they say you should try. So I want to walk from the church down to um, the Halles de Lyon. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. But I, it's basically like a big, um, it's almost like a mall. But food for market. Food. 
Yeah. yeah. And I kind of just cool. want to, like, go through and, like, you know, eat at the cafe there and, like, maybe buy some cheese to eat at the hotel or yeah. chocolates or whatever. Some so maybe stuff we could bring back. Too. Some macrones. See, Macroons. that's the thing is I don't think I don't think we can bring food between cities with us. Oh, I, so that's a good point. Yeah, because we are going to be doing a lot of yeah country hopping. Because I don't I don't think I think that's frowned upon. I don't so, know if we're allowed to do that or not. That's but true. That's something I could look more forward into. I just but. remember when I went to Switzerland when I was in high school, I brought back chocolate. And the TSA, it was like a big pack, like a 10-pack of chocolate bars for my family. And the TSA went through my luggage and broke them apart. And they were all scattered throughout my suitcase. But they didn't take any. They just, I think they just want to make sure there wasn't, like, drugs in it or yeah. something. It was just chocolate. But I was allowed to bring that back. So then what are you going to do in your day in Lyon? I'm going to go to the Museum of Fine Arts of Lyon, which I'm excited about. It's basically just like an art museum. I love art museums. Like a, you and I both do. We can spend, I tend to like modern art museums a little bit more. We, I, I like, I, I'm fine with, he likes the modern stuff. I definitely am fine with anything, but I just wanted to do an art museum. And I also thought that could be a fun day to just like walk around and like just relax. If we saw something the day before that we thought would be cool, we could yeah. like go check it out. Like I'm kind of leaving that day a little bit more open because it seemed like with Lyon, there was a lot of like little things you could do that maybe mm-hmm. weren't whole day activities but just like fun little I think we're really going to try and do a lot more walking way in, more not necessarily in like London or Paris because yeah. those cities are huge yeah but like in some of these um, smaller smaller not even, they're not even smaller it's just they're the sites are more tightly packed together we're going to try and do a lot more walking well, than also, like Ubering our favorite day in Paris was the day that we just walked for hours like we just walked we tried to get to the Eiffel Tower didn't quite make it because we got sidetracked into a tunnel that was scary but (laughs) we we just walked and we got to see everything and like I think that was one of my favorite days so we kind of wanted to recreate that again because we loved doing that so being able to walk around and just like see everything is really fun Um, and then from we're going from Lyon to Bern which I'm really excited about I think Charles is the most excited about Bern I would say. Would you say that might be your, um, one of your most one of your most I top would say three? Burn or Lake Como. I'm very excited about both of those. So you can't take Lake Como because that's my most yeah. excited. I am very excited about Leon too. I it yeah. just but I'm excited about everything. I know, I know. The 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 one I will say I'm probably least excited about is near the end is Brussels just because I, I it's well we'll talk about that when we we'll get talk there. about it yeah but so burn burn what is your day in burn Charles why don't you tell the fine people what you've planned for us for I, burn I played an extravaganza yeah, he really did so <laughs> there the mountain or like the hill that burn is like next to is called Girton I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong and um, there's like a big park up there and I want to go because it's supposed to have really good views of like. You know, the Alps are a ways away, but it's supposed to have really good views of, like, the city and everything. So I want to – this is the one thing I'm not sure about. If any of you – I tweeted about this, but I deleted the tweet. Why? Because I, I spelled something wrong in it. But Ooh, oof. if any of you have been to Bern or live in Bern, can you tell me what the best way to get around is? Keeping in mind, like, you know, disability friendly. Because I – it seems like the only real way to travel is like by bus. And so I think we will have to take a bus from the hotel to the foot of the hill. And then I know there's like a, a shuttle up the hill, but up Girton, okay. however you say it. And then there's like a park up there. There's one of those like Alpine toboggan runs, which I don't know if it's for kids or not, but if they'll let me do it, I'm going to do it 100%. <laughs> I, I want to do one so bad. I do, too. They look fun. They look um, really fun. 
We're going to get a GoPro for this trip, too. So we're going to be able to get those sick action shots of us slowly moving down a hill on a toboggan. And then I mapped out a walk from, like, the bottom. i got to open it up here. It's fine. From the bottom of the hill to, like, all the different um, sites. So, like, yeah, I want to see, like, the bear pit where, like, the bears are. Mm -hmm. I think they call it the bear garden. But I want to see the Rosen garden. I want to see, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Zygol. What is it? It's like a, a old like um, building. Yeah, like a, a medieval. Oh, well, that's thing. cool. There's a lot of clocks in Europe. Yeah, a lot of like very famous clocks that have been on yeah. our list. And then we're also going to eat on top of a hill that overlooks oh, yeah. the whole. Well, I think we. I want to try and get lunch up there at the Girton. That's true. That was my favorite thing you showed me. Was there was this beautiful like restaurant on yeah. top of this big hill, and you could see the whole city. Yeah. Of Bern, just like laid out. I I'm think very it's excited. Beautiful. There's also a hotel that we're gonna, or I mean, um, a restaurant that I think we're gonna try to go to in the Rose Rosengarten. Yes. Which has got really nice views. Um, for my day for Burn, I have a blank space. And that is because I haven't really planned my day in Burn. The real thing is Charles took all the big things for his day. So my day doesn't really have a lot left to do. I think I love, I don't even love like shopping in the sense that like, oh, I want to go shopping. I love looking at like the trinket stores and like the handmade stuff. You can always find like markets or like um, swap meets or like things like that. So I want to definitely go do stuff like that on my day. But also I'm okay with my day in and being also just like vibing, vibing. Yeah. I think that really describes Charles is like hyper planned, and I'm like, we'll just vibe on my yeah. day. Like, we'll but just... I plan to vibe. Oh yeah, you do. You <laughs> do. But most of my day is, especially for these early ones, yeah, kind of vibey. So then, uh, I can't wait. We leave Burn, yes, and we take a four hour train from Burn to Milan, which I think is going to be. I'm. I've looked at the train route. I'm pretty sure it goes through the Alps. I'm sure it's going to go in a tunnel at some point. But just the thought of, like, doing that, taking, like, a train ride through the Alps, like... Exciting. I'm excited. I agree. Um, And then it's a four-hour train ride. Then we're going to get to Milan. Yep. We're going to rent a car in Milan. Yep. And we're going to drive to Lake Como. Let me tell you all how this came about. Lake Como was not on our list of trips, of places to go. We added three additional days to the trip to do Lake Como. And here is why. Charles said to me, because I was thinking about my day for Milan, (laughs) and Charles said, why don't you Google Lake Como? Because I heard that that could be a really fun excursion for, for us. Like, we could do it for your day. And I Googled Lake Como, and I clicked on Images, And I saw an image of a hotel that had a pool that was immersed in a lake. And I said, I want to go there. And so, and I fell in love with the image. It was, and I fell in love with everything about it. Like, it's just so picturesque and beautiful and just like this amazing, like, it feels like this quiet little pit stop in the middle of this very busy trip. And so I was like, I want to go there. So we decided we're going to do two days in Lake Como. And that's one of the hotels that is significantly more expensive than the bougie. rest of them. But I needed this. <laughs> I was like, I saw this picture. It's this. It's the screensaver on my computer now. The picture of this hotel. I really like. I think about it all the time because I just. I feel like I will find an inner peace in this place that I've never found before. Like I'm just so. I was excited for Italy already. Like, I was already so excited for Italy. But this Lake Como excursion is, like, making me ten times more excited than I was before. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so, so Lake Como, first Lake day is Como. your day. Yeah, so. well, the first day we're going to come in, 
and checked into the hotel. Yes. And now we're on day 11 of the trip. Day 12 of the trip is my day in Lake Como. I want to go and visit. There's like three villages they say, you're like towns, whatever. They say you should visit. Verena, Bellagio, and Tremezzo. And we'll have the car so we can... Kind oh, of do no, our no. Own we, thing. we got to, that's a ferry thing. Oh, never yeah. mind. Never mind. <laughs> so we're going to take the ferry for, to the three cities. That's fine. And I'm really excited about that. I was just that. saying, because I know there was a thing you wanted to do where we drove, like, up No, no, no. I, I want to take the ferry. They say okay. the ferry in itself is like an experience. That's you know fine. I, mean? I believe it, because you get to see all the pretty sides of and the lake. And they say that, like, you know, everyone says you should rent your own boat. Yeah. But to me, just like, YouTuber, YouTuber lost that boating excursion in Lake Como. Excuse Just feels like it's too, too real of a I thing. Know, like, I, I can see the headline now. I know. Small YouTuber, Smoky Glow, disappears in Lake Como. The fact that even in my headline, it's small YouTubers. It's like so devastating. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, no, I agree. I'm I, with you. I, just don't both, wanna, I, I think we're both a little too anxious to go that adventurous. Yes, like, that's I, somebody a else. Much. I know how to drive a boat. I do too. I grew up I on just, a lake. I literally grew up on a lake. It yeah. still scares me. Yeah, like, just, lakes. The thing about lakes is that if you don't know the lake, it can be very, very scary because some lakes yeah. are crazy. Like yeah. some lakes, what lurks beneath them is terrifying. Right. So, like, I just don't even want to take any sort of risk with that situation. Yeah, it stresses me out. Same. So, so we're going to just take a ferry, I think, and keep it, keep yeah, it cash. Yeah, but that's, uh, my day is just going to be, like, exploring. I really would Didn't love you, wasn't to Wasn't there find, a hill, too? That's, we that's, up? we'll get there later. Oh, okay. So, my I, day, oh, sorry, go ahead. You I'm can finish your day. Yet. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm fangirling over Lake Como. No, we love Lake Como. Um, we love it. One thing I would really like to do is I want to find a bookstore. Because I on the last trip, I bought my mom a, a book in Italian, and she really liked it. Never and I that. want to try. I want to try and find, like, see if I can find some like classic Italian books in like original Italian. Don't forget, we have to carry it all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That's just what you tell me every time I say what advice to me. Are you? Are you? Yes, good with that's that? it for my. So day. my day in Lake Como. Picture this: <laughs> you wake up, <laughs> you walk to your terrace, you open the door. It's it's a lake. It's Lake Como. No, I I really I found out that the hotel we're staying at has a spa. And I was looking into it, and you can book, like, a facial and a massage and a manicure-pedicure. So I'm going to have a spa day, and I don't think you wanted to do that. You weren't super interested in joining in the spa day, because Charles doesn't like chemicals touching him or yeah. any sort of things like that. So Charles is probably going to have a chill day in the morning by himself, and I'm going to have a mini spa day. And then I want to go out to the pool that is in a lake, and I want to <laughs> sit by the pool. They have this, like, restaurant where you can order, like, snacks, and you can, like, I'm going to get some mocktails, and I'm going to sit by the pool with you, and we're going to relax. And then I would like to walk. There's, like, a little town next to this hotel. I'd like to walk in there and have dinner for the night and just have a really relaxing pool and spa day. And enjoy just what like. What town are you thinking of? Because this hotel is not very close to any. Maybe I'm thinking town. of a. You, you know what? It's actually uh, it's the restaurant in the hotel. I think, I think that's is what, what I'm thinking of. Because I saw we something. We have to take a ferry to get to any big town. From the, okay, the hotel. then I, I think it, it was either a village or I'll, I'll I'll look it up online. But there was a restaurant that I found that I thought looked really cool that I thought would be fun to eat at. Um, and that my day, I just wanted to be fully just enjoying the fact that I'm at this beautiful lake and like yeah. have a spa day. So then we so basically to get for to include Lake Como we cut we had to cut a day from Milan and it's not even really cutting a day because we're gonna just it's only an hour drive back like yeah. to Milan. It was also but, very easy 
to mesh our two days together because what Charles had planned crossed yeah. paths which, with what I wanted to do. So the thing I wanted to do is I wanted – there's this place I saw in like a travel guide called the Balcony of Italy. Yes. And it's basically just like this – like an outlook on a mountain that overlooks um, – like in front of you is uh, Switzerland yep. and like the Swiss Alps. And, like, behind you is, like, the Italian side of the Alps. Yes. So I want to go up there and, like... And this is on the travel day, too. The day yeah, that we're traveling back. day 16 of the trip, which is... Yeah. So we're leaving Lake Como and heading towards Milan. But on the way to Milan, we're going to do this thing we're taking, first. Well, not quite. We're taking a detour up yeah, to the I, balcony. Yeah, that's what it's I It's 45 minutes further away from Milan. Yes. And now we're going to do the two-hour drive back. Yes. Sorry. So then that day in Milan, we will check into our hotel. Mm-hmm. And then Hannah gets to gets the next day. It's a Hannah day. Charles, day, day 17 Charles, of the trip. Charles planned a fun little walk for us to do. Actually, it's day 15 of the trip. Well, Charles planned this walk that we're going to basically just hit all these different monuments. Like, yeah. But halfway, we, as he was showing me the walk on Google Maps, he stopped at the perfect place. I did place. make Hannah sit down and watch me walk through the, the walk on Google Maps. I enjoy it. But as we were doing it, he stopped at the perfect moment, and he was all of a sudden in the middle of the most gorgeous shopping mall I have ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It has, like, stained glass ceilings. It's, like, this beautiful, old, like, amazing. All of these, like, fashion houses have some of their first stores they've ever made in this mall. And so I decided that that was my day. I wanted to just go there and go shopping in Milan and just like, we, how we kind of set this up was we didn't want to have too many shopping or zoo days between the two of us. Yeah. So we set it up so we made a deal that like we would have certain days that would be for that. But then for the most part, we were going to do other things. So how Charles worked it out was we're going to do his first leg of the walk. We're going to take a break to do my shopping. And then we're going to go back to the hotel, drop off whatever bags we have, and then go back and finish the second leg of his walk that he had through the city yeah. for that day. So that's going to be a like and shopping. I gave up and my Milan day, day, but I got a day in, Ber- in he Berlin. He did give up his. Well, we're still doing what you wanted to do. It's just going to be possibly cut and short. It was a great deal for me because we got, I got another day in Berlin. He got another zoo, which is all he really wanted. Yeah. So we, that's going to be my shopping day, and I'm very, very excited. I don't even know if I'm really going to buy that much, but I also know that I love just like going into stores and looking at stuff. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, I love looking at things that I will never be able to afford. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing in the world. So, And then on day 16 of the trip, we're taking the train from Milan to Venice. Mm-hmm. They did a little bit of a pricey hotel for Venice because it was Charles's birthday kind of like celebration because it's going to be around his birthday when we're in Venice. Yeah. So the, And also we've both, I think, agreed that Venice was one of the places that we wanted to go to the most on this trip. Mm-hmm. It was a place that was never going to be cut out because we both want to go yeah. so bad to Venice. So, and funnily enough, the only thing I have on, I mean, I've mapped out some cool landmarks and stuff, but the only thing I have really on the itinerary for both days is just explore Venice. We just want to explore. Because that's kind of what they say is you should just, just, Venice is like best, best like exploring and just walking around and my only thing for Venice is I do want to take one of the gondola things because I think those look really fun. And I also want to just like explore. I read this book when I was a kid called The Thief Lord that was based in Venice. And it was about these kids who were thieves. 
Um, and the one thing that I took away from that book that's always stuck with me is just how like winding the city is and how you can go through these tiny little small alleyways for like a mile and then all of a sudden you're in this massively huge like open space and it's like this be- that's empty yeah. like completely empty because nobody knows it's there like you just find these beautiful like treasures so I think we both just want to explore yeah. Milan and or Venice a, um, there's a small modern art museum there I want to see I yeah. think it's it, the the name of the woman who it was like Guggenheim, but I don't know if it's the same Guggenheim as like the Guggenheim. It's museum, basically this woman's but, house that it's like a house, but it's a modern art museum because yeah. she had such a vast collection of modern. But art I don't know if it's the, the same public. Guggenheim as like, I don't think it, it, it has to be though, I, but it probably I'll isn't. I know it. we'll see, but we want to go, we know we yeah. want to go there for sure. So then we're going to be in Venice for days 17 and 18 of the trip, yes, and then day 19 of the trip, we're taking a train from Venice to Vienna um, and day one of Vienna we're going to the world's oldest zoo which is apparently the Vienna Zoo I'm Charles hyped, is very excited about it. that hype excited ready I want to go let's go um, and then the next day how did I get this day too somehow I bartered this day from you away I didn't really I didn't I, I decided after Italy Charles was way better. I, I Okay, here's the thing. I realized throughout this process with Charles that he is just way better at planning things. And so I decided that on my days, I would let him give ideas and then I would pick. So this was just an idea you gave me. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Like, I'm down. So what was it? Well, in Vienna, there's apparently this ring. I, again, I forget the name. Everything's linked in my spreadsheet. So I don't have to remember the names. <laughs> but... Um, there's this ring that goes around like the center part of the city that you can walk on that most of the landmarks are on. Yeah. It's like a circular path. Yeah. And then we're going to walk on that. And we're going to, everyone, all the travel guides said we have to try different coffees. I'm down. Coffees and chocolate cake is what they said. So that's what we're going to do. Let's do it. <laughs> so that we're in Vienna for days 20 and 21 of the trip. Yep. Then day 22, we take a, dra- a train from Vienna to Prague. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about the Prague Hotel? Because it's kind of cool. It's so you cool. You can say that it's a Botel. It's a Botel. <laughs> We're staying in a hotel that's on a boat in the river. It's yeah. so cool. It is. I will say I was skeptical, but then he showed me pictures. It's and so cool. It's very cool. I'm really excited about the Botel. I think that's going to be really fun. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. I know. I am too. I think it's going to be really cool. Um... So in Prague, on my so that's so we get to the botel. We get to the botel on day. Uh, I keep singing. I'm like, we at the botel. Day, t- day twenty two of the trip. <laughs> day twenty three, we're in Prague. I planned a. Uh, there's this thing called like the Royal Walk, mm-hmm. um, where it's like all these. It's basically a walk past all the big landmarks. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to do on my day. And then Hannah has not planned anything. For I haven't planned yet. Prague yet. I this is a place where I would love to know if any of you guys have been or live there and have any suggestions. Because yeah. Prague, I was looking into it and I couldn't find anything that I was like, yes, I would love to do that. So I'd love to know if you guys have any suggestions of places in Prague. That was like the one Prague and I think it was Brussels were the two that I was hitting a wall a little bit. 
where I just, nothing you were suggesting was anything I was super into, and then I was kind of just like, yeah. not sure. So if you guys have any cool things that you think yeah. I would like. And we're doing most of the sightseeing stuff on my day. Yeah, so, so like it kind of. the astron- astronomical clock and yeah. like the, all the cool sightseeing stuff. Yeah, those were the two, Prague and Brussels, though, that I'm kind of, I'm hitting a wall. Yeah. So I'd love to know what you guys think. So we're but. in Prague for day 23 and day 24 of the trip. Yep. And then day uh, 25 of the trip, we are taking a long, it's a longer train. It's seven hours from Prague to Berlin. Is this our longest train? No, the longest one is from um, Venice to Vienna, which is eight hours apparently. Oh, actually, that's not even true. Berlin to Amsterdam is nine hours, supposedly. See, the fact that that is such, that's not even that far for us. Yeah. (laughs) We've that's, driven 22 hours to Disney. <laughs> like, that's like that's like a cakewalk. Honestly, yeah. nine hours on a train sounds like a, a nap is what it sounds like. Yeah. So from so then we get into Berlin on day 25 yep. of the trip. I'm excited for Berlin. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Berlin. I'm very, very excited. And so day 26 of the trip is my day in Berlin. Yeah. We're going to go see like the Brandenburg Gate. We're going to go to Museum Island. We're can do like all this cool all the berlin like um touristy, touristy stuff, stuff kind of yeah. yeah and then on the 29th hannah bartered away her berlin day for like como day i or uh, for to a do, milan day yes to do milan and i haven't decided if i want to go to the berlin zoo yet or not but I supposedly the Berlin Zoo is like the Good. the best zoo in Europe. Yeah. If you're in Europe, maybe you can confirm that for me. But everyone says like none of the other travel videos, even the one in Vienna, mentioned the zoos. Yeah. But like the the travel videos I watched on Berlin all mentioned the Berlin Zoo. Yes. So maybe maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. Um, I think I think we're gonna end up doing it. If you had to ask me. To place a bet, I would say that Charles is going to say yes. We're going to the zoo. Maybe, maybe I don't know. No, yet. Charles, Charles is um, a zoo stand. I, I respect. I, it. I, but because I, this is the thing, is I feel like we could do three days in Berlin. Yeah. Like I want to explore Berlin. I know. And Berlin is like the thing. London and Paris, in the sense that it has, it's such a, a big city. It's yeah. got so much stuff to do. We, I think this will be fun too because this is kind of we're getting a taste for everything. It's like a Sam, European, yeah. Sample so platter. then, like when the places that we loved and we want to go back to for longer, like Paris was one of those places we just absolutely loved it and want to go back for longer. Yeah. Eventually, one day we might be able to go back for like just a week in one place and not have to go as crazy, you know? Yeah. So. So that's in Berlin, days twenty six and twenty seven of the trip. Yes. Day 28 of the trip, we are taking the train from Berlin to Amsterdam, which I'm is a nine-hour so train. I'm so excited for Berlin, um, Amsterdam. So excited. Day- My friend actually lived in Amsterdam. She did a study abroad in Amsterdam, and she loved being there. Like, she just thought it was the best place in the world. She absolutely yeah, I'm, loved I'm excited Amsterdam. for Amsterdam. Yeah, I am too. Um, on, we're staying in a very cool hotel, but we don't have to talk about that one in Amsterdam. <laughs> Um, all the hotels in Amsterdam are like so trendy. They're so you know what cool. I mean? They were cool. I agree. Um, so we are the day day twenty nine of the trip, which is my day in Amsterdam. I want to go see the Rijksmuseum. Yes, I'm sure, I pronounced that wrong. But um, then after that, I just that's pretty much. I, we'll just explore. Amsterdam's around another it. one where I think you could just explore yeah. and look at the scenery and the uh, architecture and stuff like that because yeah. it's so. And I know for, like, Canna's Day there, you wanted to go to the Van Gogh Museum. I do. And you want to go visit the flower market. I do. Those are my two things. um, Yeah, I think, I mean, we want to at least go, like, explore the red light district a little bit and just, like, 
you know, not, one thing not, I, not do anything debaucherous. No. But just like, just you know, just, just to one, see it. One thing I did really want to do while we were in Amsterdam was do the Anne Frank house. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do it because it's not really um, disability friendly. There's just like, there's a lot of, I guess, ladders that you have to climb and a lot of like small tight spaces. So unfortunately, we can't do that one. I wouldn't mind if you wanted to see it, though. No, I wouldn't do it without you. But I, I've just, I, I do want to say that I think that would have been a cool thing too that we could have done. But yeah, unfortunately. So then we. Take... I don't even know if I could do the freaking ladders at this point. <laughs> 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 you could climb away. Um, so then day, uh, we're in Amsterdam for day twenty nine and thirty of the trip. Yep. Day thirty one of the trip, we take the train from Amsterdam to Brussels. Yep. And then days 32 and 33 were in Brussels. Yes. Brussels is is weird. It's not that I'm not excited to go there. And I, one of my friends has been there, and he said it's, like, a really cool city and there's yeah. a lot to do. Um, but I don't really know, like, what I should see there. There's yes. nothing that really, like, jumped. I know I kind of want to go to the Fine Art Museum there, the Royal Brussels Fine Art Museum. I would love your guys' opinion on Brussels because yeah. I think this is where you guys could help us because, like, right. I really have no idea. The, I don't think we would be stopping in Brussels, but the only reason that we're doing it is because it's the only major city that the train goes to. It, like, we, we have to come into Brussels to go to London or we have to go back to Paris. So it was like, well, why are we going to go back to Paris? We, you we know were just I mean? there. We, might, we can like go Do to a new city new. in a new country. Yeah. Right? So I also think by this point of the trip, we're going to be pretty exhausted. So I wouldn't be surprised if Brussels was more laid back. Maybe. Like I really wouldn't. I think we're going to be so just like, I, I anticipate See, by you know, Brussels we're going to be ready to go home. I don't think that we're going to be as tired as you think we are just because the travel days, most That's of the true. travel days are built in days where we Rest. have nothing planned but to like sleep and eat. That's true. You know what I That's mean? That's a good point. Because, I mean, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten days where we are just travel Dedicated. days that we have nothing planned. And a lot of them, there's only two-hour or four-hour train rides. Yeah. There. So, like, we're going to be able to point. rest on those days. Yeah. So but, I'd love to know what you guys suggest for Brussels because I yeah. think that's the one place where we both have kind of not found anything that we're like, oh, my God, we really want to do this, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then finally. And then. Um, we're leaving Brussels day 34 of the trip, taking the train from Brussels to London. And then we're going to be in London for days 30. And I'll tell you what 34, we're doing. 34, 35, and 36. So I guess it's a 36 day trip. I said it was 34 either earlier. Okay. Well, we but I forgot Lake about Lake Como. Yeah. So London, that one in between day between us getting in there and then us flying home, I want to go to a place called Vista Village. It's like an outlet. But they have all of these different, they have like luxury outlets and also non-luxury outlets. But it's basically this crazy cool outlet mall that's like a 45-minute train ride from London. And I want to go there. I've seen all of the British YouTubers that I follow go there all the time. I've watched all of their like shopping vlogs. And I would love to go there. And it's the last leg of the trip. So this is where my plan comes in. I'm going to have a duffel bag extra that I've packed that I can pack away anything I buy. Well, that was kind of the plan. Like You could give yourself an excuse to, instead of buy a duffel bag, buy a new suitcase. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to definitely buy, have to either buy luggage or bring something that we can carry all the stuff home in. Because I think Vista Village is where I'm going to do the most damage as far as like buying stuff. Because also, I'm going to want to buy souvenirs throughout this whole trip. That's the other thing for like my friends and family. Yeah. So we have to kind of plan accordingly how we're going to do I that. I think I'm just going to tell my family to pick one city that Same. they want a souvenir from. I'm going to... Because it's... Uh, we, yeah. Uh, 
we everything like I said, everything we buy, we got to carry. So it's like if we're buying twenty souvenirs in every city we're yeah. in, I mean, we're gonna we'll have a whole bag full of souvenirs. Yeah. The one thing I do want to do though is probably from every country we go to, just for us, I want to get like a magnet or just something from each country to signify that we, well, we like. You know what I there. think we should do is I think because remember how we wanted to the add Christmas, a Christmas ornaments. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to be able to buy a Christmas ornament in every... So maybe, It'll also break, probably. Maybe when we get home, we can buy a Christmas ornament online. That's so lame. But here's the thing that you're forgetting, though, right? You're forgetting that we're going to be... we're gonna, After every city we go in, we're going to have a 10-minute vlog. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's true. So, like, who cares about a trinket when you could just go and watch the that's video? That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> you know also, I, mean? I think on this trip at some point, I'm probably going to get a tattoo at some point through here. Yeah. We've I, talked about getting, a, like, some type of tattoo yeah, for me. My only concern with that is if we have to be walking around in the sun in the middle of the summer with a tattoo. See, tattoos don't mess with me like that, though. As long as I keep them with the aquaphor, as long as I keep them nice and... I, I Maybe don't something want to say little towards yes. the end. I was thinking in one of those, kind of from Prague on, yeah. one of those places I would want to get one because I think it'd be cool to get a tattoo. I've always wanted to get a tattoo abroad, but I've always been too scared to do it. Oh, my gosh. You know what I forgot to mention in Amsterdam? What? Is in Amsterdam, we're going to try and go to a three-star Michelin restaurant. We're going to try and go to Seal Blue. Charles is so excited about this. The Michelin restaurant extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. Charles is a big, um, you're kind of a foodie. Like I, I'm more. It's not even that. You just think it's I like, cool. Yeah, I like, I like doing cool shit. You like watching. I like videos. experiences. Yes, I would totally you know I mean? agree with that. And it's an experience, I, definitely going there. I, I would rather spend like you know, if I had to choose to buy like, spend five hundred dollars on an experience or like five hundred dollars on like a PlayStation, I would rather choose the the experience. the experience. I agree with you. I'm, I'm the same way about stuff like that. You know. No, I think it'll be really cool though. Overall, I think this trip is going to be amazing, quite frankly. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and we are going to try to vlog at least most of it. I think the, the big thing for me is I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna try to pre-film content before we leave um, because at least two videos a week because the idea of leaving my channel dormant for five weeks just seems really overwhelming to me. It's not even about, like, making yeah. the money it's really just like when you leave a channel for that long and try to come back sometimes you're out of the algorithm and it's really hard to get back in so i need to keep putting out stuff so i'm staying in the algorithm so i thought if i pre-filmed two videos a week while we're gone and then also had a vlog going up every week i think that'll be kind of fun yeah that shows like the different and we might do a, a live stream or something we did when we were in paris it was yeah fun. we might do a live stream or something like one of the days that like the travel days or i something. wonder if we should upload the vlogs to this channel instead of my main channel that's what I thought we were going to do. Is that the plan? Yeah. I think we should upload them to this channel because I think that people are more invested in us as a couple over I agree. here. No, nobody watch. We've got a couple. Of vlo- nobody watch. And we <laughs> save, we save vlogs, but probably what they will be is like videos with voiceover. Yes. I feel very <laughs> uncomfortable talking. Yeah, we don't. We, don't. Uh, we are going to get a GoPro for this trip, though, because I want to be able to f- do sort of the cool shots without having to pull out like my Canon G7X. Like I want to be able to stay a little seat. bit more incognito. But, I, yeah, I think I'm also probably going to look like shit every single day on the show <laughs> because my plan is I don't really want to bring any makeup, maybe just like a little bit for if we do like a nice restaurant. Um, I don't I really want to bring makeup and I really am not going to bring much hair stuff either. And also my outfits, I just want to plan outfits that are going to fit into the suitcase as compact as possible. Yeah. So like biker shorts and like T-shirts and like, and it's also going to be hot. 
Like, it's going to be so hot. Especially once we get into Italy, it's going to be so hot. So I'm not going to be looking. I don't know how all these influencers travel and look beautiful for these types of trips. I'm going to look like this pretty much for the entire trip. So prepare for this Same. in the vlogs. I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, it's easier for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, really. I pretty much just like three pairs of jeans, a pair of cargo shorts. We said two. we're going to. I think we said we're going to pack 10 days worth of clothes and then have to do laundry at our different whatever whatever Ten days? hotels. I think I was only going to pack like four days. That's do not do that. You should pack more than four days. You should pack like ten days worth of clothes. That's a four lot. days. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we're going to try and do laundry, right? So, like, but here's okay. But here's the thing: is I can wear jeans. Maybe I'll pack ten pairs of underwear. There you, go. you know what I mean? But like, go. I could wear what if jeans. It, what if they don't have laundry or what if you know what I mean? It's yeah. better to just be prepared. Also, I figure what I did last time when I went to London. Well, not this time with you, but when I went with my Girl Scout troop, is I just wait to buy, um, like, shampoo and conditioner until we're over there so you don't have to carry it over there. And then leave it, basically. If you have any little bit left after the five weeks, just leave it there. And it'll leave room in your suitcase to not have to carry all that stuff. Yeah. Because we're flying into London. So London's going to have 90% of the things that I would use in the yeah. U.S. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I can't yeah, wait. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be so much. I think there's going to be ups and downs. I think there's going to be stressful days and non. I think the only stressful days are going to be the travel days, honestly. Just That's cause- just because we like to travel differently. Yeah. I like to be where I need to go early. I like to be at the front of the line. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get that. On the train, though, it's like whatever. I, I like being on trains. Yeah. The, the nine-hour train might be a little long, but... I don't even think that'll be that horrific. I really think it'll be okay. We could also do a nighttime one so we get in in the morning. There's also that option, yeah. I'm sure. We'll figure it out. But either way, that was our little honeymoon. Or I should say our big trip that we're planning. <laughs> it's not really a honeymoon. It's really like our big vacation. We're not really doing too much romantic stuff, yeah, really. That's, that's, we don't really do romantic no. shit. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not like really that. like. We're more like. I more like to adventure than like sit by a beach. Yeah, you know I agree I mean? with you. I think it's going to be really fun, though. I'm really excited. If you guys have any tips for any of these places, make sure you let us know. Yeah. Start. I love, if you, like, I love, like, little local things. Like, if Same. you're like, oh, go, you have to eat at this restaurant. We'll, or you have to will. go to this coffee shop. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, Completely I love agree. that shit. Yeah. That'd be cool. But, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hopefully this was, like, interesting for you guys yeah. to see kind of what we're planning on doing. And if you guys have any tips for us, even just, like, travel tips, I would love to hear them. Because we're definitely newer to this. This is our first really big adventure that we're ever planning. Probably will be our last as well. <laughs> but I think I think that this will be really, yeah. really cool. So, and also thank you to everyone who supported us, obviously. Yeah. Who, like, this makes me this. wish I lived in Europe. I know, me too. We should because live there. Because the, the, it is so much easier to travel over there than it, it is here. It's like... 80% of the vacation costs in America is like travel. You, I want to retire in France. Yeah, I want to buy I want to buy a little chateau and I just want to yeah. retire. <laughs> you better make, make I want to be, start posting I wanna be seven videos I a week. Be 60, for the I want to be 65 and live on a vineyard and just yeah. like live my Parisian not even Paris just like French. I just yeah. I love France so much. I love France. It's amazing. Retire in the Rhodesian countryside like Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you have no idea what I just said. No, I don't. But you know what? I want to do that. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Anything else you want to add? Any final thoughts? No. I think we're I'm all just done. Excited. We're gonna go get vaccinated, and yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> Vaccines. <Yeah>. Science. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This would this wouldn't be possible without science. Oh, trip. I did my bye too early. You ready to say goodbye? No. Oh.
Ja. Bye. Bye.